I don't even know what we're doing. Are we filming? I Welcome no back idea. to the Duck Call Room. I don't, have we started? I don't know. We ain't started. Welcome back, so Johnny I said, D. no, we ain't started. The numbers ain't rolling. Hey, no, hey, nope, we have started. Hey. Welcome to the podcast room, boys. And hey, yeah. we go. And we've got an upgrade. Hey, we've got audio, boys. <laughs> oh, no. Producers, oh, yeah. audio like guys it. now have I, noisemakers over I there. I like it. Just all so right. we're all clear, this isn't all me. Right. Yes. So before, no y'all, before y'all start hey, hating on Johnny speaking D. Speaking of that. Uh, what are we speaking I, of? Ben Stone was in a in the deer stand yesterday afternoon. How is that speaking of that? Because it was noise. Okay, noise. Yeah. Oh, is this a story we're about noise? We're in the deer stand. Okay? I thought you were supposed and to be we're quiet. looking at, first we seen six does and yearlings. They come out. So when we drove up there to let me out, six of them run out of the field. Then we got to sit there for about an hour, and then about five minutes after four, here they came back, the six does and yearlings. But we're sitting there later, okay, and it's getting right near dark, okay? And Stone said, fuck. And it's a nice two-year-old, eight-point, comes walking on the stand. He goes to the rice bran pile, mm-hmm. and then Big Red comes out, and he's a big. Jimmy Red? Three-year-old. No. <laughs> nice, big three-year-old, eight-point buck. Eight points. And he goes over to the rice bran, and then a doe and a yearling come out there, and a spike. And where's the noise? We got five north? of them on the ramp. You know. So then we hear something like, that's about what it sounded like. I'd never heard that before in the woods. And I looked at Stone and I said, Was what? it that loud? Said, yeah. Time out. What did it sound like? You know, and I said, Stone, what in the world was that? I said, I've never heard that in the woods before. And he said, uh, Well, since the deer Avatar. keep throwing their head up, you know, I think it's some kind of predator. How many times they do it? Huh? They've done it twice, you know. So, how was it? So then, when <laughs> you know, hey, when they actually they done it again, you know, the two bucks took off running. They left, you know, they left the area, you know. And I said, hmm, "What scared them?" And he said, "I think it, I think it's a coyote." So we're sitting there and look. Coyote. I threw my binoculars up. He said, "Yeah, there he is out in the field." I, th- I it was too dark for me to see him. And then I hear, boom. You know, he said, "I said, well, I know you hit him." And he said, oh, he's laying out there. I got him. Yeah. So he shot the coyote. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah. You went and looked yeah. at him? Oh, yeah. We picked him up. Yeah. Did you eat him? No. Yeah. It, was, it was a little female. She's got a bad habit. She goes over when we pour out rice from bran for the deer. She'll come out and drop a load in it. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Drop a load? Yeah. That sounds like something Willie would do. Use the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hey, the little female uh, coyote, she needed shot. Okay, you know, that's true. So yeah, she's just been pitching. We're trying to feed the deer, and she's coming out there thing, telling telling the world what she thinks about feeding the deer. Get you some of this. Okay, yeah, get some of this. Okay. The man says she got a bad habit. You put out food, oh, yeah. she goes to drop yeah, we, a load. We broke it of that, though. We broke of that, okay? You uh, broke her of everything. She's no longer with us. Well, hey, that's right. Hey, you hey, killed look, the right one. Hey, don't female. mess, with, don't mess with us feeding their deer, okay? We so she's just care of her deer pitching loads in the rice bran right. and now right. she's Look, dead that's just one of the things you don't do it's just don't do and you said she's young oh yeah so that fits your your one of your favorite sayings about like young coons oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. whatever they can't eat they drop a load on they crap on that's right they drop Sci- a load Sci- on. world famous for saying that <laughs> is that a is that true right. though What's that? What are you saying? And look, and that, I, that I don't reminds know. me. I ain't never looked at the pile of rice look, bran. I'm no, sure. No, I, I mean, that reminds me of another deer hunt. Men, oh men, Chad, the nurse practitioner, and his dad was deer hunting in that same stand. Same stand. Okay. Same deer. Deer are not doing it that day. Okay. So we only see what one yearling and a doe. Yeah. So I, you know, it's getting prime time for the bucks to come out. You know, and I said, hey, look, it ain't gonna be much today. Two coons come down the tree and get on the under the corn feeder and start eating the deer corn. Bad move. I told Chad, I said, hey, look, yeah, take them out. <laughs> yeah. so Did he? We had a deer hunt. I mean, we had a, a deer setting for deer that turned into a 
a coon shooting. I think I saw, yeah, with a coon skin hat on right after oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Size done taking deer hunting to duck hunting. Just well, you got to shoot yeah. something, boy. I ain't been, I ain't been. Boom, bye, boom, Look, bow. I ain't been duck hunting in, what, two weeks? Well, there ain't no reason so, to. What I know. That's, that's what Mega I'm talking about. Mega gar. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't no been in ducks. two weeks? I thought they would kill some this morning because when we left the deer stand last night after dark, okay, you know, he got a text on his phone and said, hey, look, yeah, there's some ducks on the fields next to Phil's property. Yeah, so I thought they'd kill them today. No, they no, didn't kill them. No good. I mean, we hunted this morning, beautiful, perfect weather, right? I mean, everything you want. Yeah. Except, Except ducks. no ducks. Yeah, no ducks. We killed nine mallards, though, so it was well, good. Right. That ain't bad. No, that's it's a good, good day. Hunt. Nine, that's like yeah. full that's limits these days. Yeah. Y'all, oh, yeah. y'all, where'd y'all hunt at? Up in Arkansas, right across the line. So it's just. Hey, you got to go north to kill ducks. North or west. But we got another big front coming. That ain't this weekend. No, but it's going to be cold. Yeah, but it ain't And I know you ain't duck hunting then. Uh, no. Why is it? The low is 20. Oh no! And the oh, high no. is like thirty-eight. Hey, that means that means ice. And hey, look, maybe a little snow. When there is ice, oh, I don't mind snow, but when there is ice, hey, I will not be there. You probably ain't even I'm gonna a, get out your bed. Oh no, I'm. Hey, I'll be still checking my eyelids. Sai gonna put that QB on the mattress. That's oh, what's gonna happen yeah. there. Sai gonna be pedaling in oh, the he's bedroom. Gonna, he's gonna call me to bring his QB over to him. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, I did work out the other day with that. Did you? Yeah. And I've done 3,000 revolutions. There you go. On that How much That's do you good. weigh these days? Uh, You're looking good. 174. And it's staying there. Every time I get on it and look, 174. <laughs> well, that's Two a, days later, get on it again, 174. Mine's highly variable. You know, and I said, I'm talking about, huh. You know what I've noticed I've about Simon? about for two weeks now. Anywhere we go, if he sees scales... He has to go stand on oh, them. Yeah. And if he sees bells somewhere, he has here's to ring them. Here's one of them things. Like in the UPS do. store? Anywhere we go. Yeah, hey. He's going to ring the bell, and he's going to weigh himself. You never go to them. a racetrack, a horse racetrack. What? Well, hey, look. They invited yeah, me over. Y'all heard this story before. Well, no, no. Anyway, they invited me over, okay, to take a picture with the one in horse. Well, we're waiting, okay. And, uh, I hope that sucker bit you. Oh, no, no, no. no. Hey, we <laughs> almost we're, waiting. we're waiting for him to come down and take the picture. You're waiting on well, the horse? Hey, yeah, I just the, look the horse race I, is fixing hey, to be over, so we're yeah. down there so Si can yeah. be with and them I'm when looking, they put the roses on them. There's a scale, the... and I said, hey, I need to check my weight. So, hey, I got on it, you know, and so I slid it over to him. I was talking and there's a bunch of screaming about, what are you doing? Security, like 10 yeah. security guards oh, no. are running that side. went berserk for about five minutes. I said, hey, hey, get off the skills. And I said, wait a minute, what are you talking about, son? I said, hey. They said, no, you can't do that. I what? said, why? And they said, you just don't understand. we got to wait the jockeys again. And I said, well, hey, don't worry about it because it's correct. <laughs> 174. He said, you, I said, you don't have to recalibrate it. I said, this thing's right. I, I weigh 133. I said, then that's what it's got. And they said, yeah, but you don't. I said, yeah, but no, ain't no yeah, but nothing. I said, the scales is correct. Don't Why do they it. weigh the jockeys? They weigh them before and, and after. Hey, they walk on the scale with the saddle. Yep. If you can call it a saddle. It's a little, little bitty piece of leather with some stirps. Like a bicycle seat. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, no, it's a piece of leather with two stirps on it. Mm-hmm. And I mean a very thin piece of leather. Well, they stand up. They're very little. Yeah, they do stand up a lot. They're light. So they step on it, weigh them with, with it, okay? But then when they, if they win the race, then they got to do it again. Be weighed again. Weighed again. Why? That's just, just the rule. to make it legal. It's a silly rule, but hey, they do it. They think they suddenly going like well, yeah, drop 20 pounds? Well, yeah, they think they cheated or? some way, okay? Way before <laughs> and after. Well, how, hey. So you can... Uh, but. That's, that's what I don't know. That's the powers to be that run the racetrack, okay? Somebody yeah, knows. All I know is you got to wait before the, and you got to wait after. Room. This is one in before and after things. Found it. Weighing in and out. Found it. Up, weighing it in and out. Hey, there you go. Give me one moment. Yeah, Give I'm Give me one moment. He's doing the research. And the drum roll. Oh. What's that? I mean, I'm kind of that way. I like to weigh before I go to the bathroom and when I come out. Sometimes you're, I can lose kidding. up well, to a pound and a half. Hey, that goes with that little female coyote. Hey, then you know exactly what you dropped. Yeah, there you go. There you go, boys. Now, sometimes hey. it's just good to know. It's just one of them things I want to know. Yeah. 
I don't really understand why they do it still. <laughs> he read it That's and he terrible. still, he still I, I told you, it's a silly rule that they have to abide by. Oh, okay. That got it. Okay, so I've got it. Here we go. So you, so there's a limit. You have to weigh a certain amount because them jockeys are all very small people. Oh, so if you find like, wait, wait, so each horse has got to have like 150 pounds on his back. I mean, just just say so they so it all be even. So so the super tiny people have to wear weights. Do they really? Yeah, this is not like football. It's the opposite of football. Okay, it's the opposite. Okay, Si, you ever rode horses in your day? Oh, I loved them. Yeah. I don't trust them. Yeah. Hey, what do you mean you don't trust them? I don't trust a horse. Hey, I'm how do you think we settled the West? <laughs> brave men. Hey, hey, brave you, men that rode women. horses. Let me tell you something. We wasn't there settling. Hey, we wasn't. Hey, my great-great-grandfather was. I was going to stop that. at the Washtenaw okay. River. Hey, my family come from Tennessee in a covered wagon. I know. Where'd the they go to? In, the the Wachita River. And you know, you know where I'd have been Washita River. if I'd have been doing that? What? When I hit that Mississippi River, I'd have said, nope. Yep. <laughs> you ain't going I'd have been somewhere around Vicksburg, Memphis, depending on which way you went, Greenville, somewhere. I'd have been like, I ain't crossing I, that ditch, boys. No, I ain't going I ain't, it ain't I ain't there. Too much ditch. water. Yeah. Of course, it looked a lot different. You may could walk across it back in. You never know during you the might, summertime. You, you probably could have walked across that it. Either that or they may have built, uh, you know, uh, rafts. No, nope, still, nope. Ooh, no, mm-hmm. sir. No, they had a ferry, and they sang a little song. Oh, no, song no, you need to go, ferry. look, hey, you need to go to Arizona Utah and all them places, and actually see where <laughs> that they did cross, have it you know blocking tackling and all this junk, letting mules down, and yeah, yeah. Oh hey, that was back in the day when the name when you said man, oh it meant something entirely different than it does today. Oh boy. Uh, hey, you can put R E A L in front of that. Real okay. men. There you go. Well, look, let's take a real break and we'll be back right <laughs> We're going to take this. a real break. Break. Rucker, do you know what makes the best neighbors? What makes the best neighbors? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quiet ones. A good fence. You know what's better than building a fence out of dead wood? Oh, live wood. There you go. Building it out of live wood. Yeah. And you can do that with our friends at Fast Growing Trees. If you want shrubs to protect you from your neighbors, I say protect, but, you know, kind of shelter you Mm -hmm. in place, do a little thing. You want shrubs, you want trees, you want bushes, you want grass. They got you. Whatever you want, they got you. And that's what's cool because, like, I planted the persimmon trees. I I got one for each of the boys. I like a way to give back to wildlife, all the wildlife, come eat the persimmons when they're ready in a few years, all the things. It's our way of giving back, you know, and, and it's really cool. And not to mention, I don't know if you, you, you married now. Yep. At some point, your wife's going to say, we need new bushes. Mm-hmm. We need new plants. Look, you know how expensive that is? Oh. It's a heck of a lot cheaper if you go to fastgrowingtrees.com, though, because they can help you out. You can type in, you're in Louisiana. They can tell you what grows here, what doesn't grow here. So if you're like, man, that's really cool, but it don't grow here, don't waste your money. All right. You know what I'm oh, saying? That's useful. So there you go. Look, they have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. So they got like, you can grow lemons on your front porch. You can grow them in the kitchen. You can grow avocados, olives, figs, whatever you want. You can just go shopping right there. You know, you can go, I say, hey, we ain't got to go to the grocery store. Just go pick you a Meyer lemon right off the tree right there. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. You don't have to drive around the nursery. Save yourself time. Save yourself some money. And their in-house experts are always ready 24-7 to help you out. And look, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DUCK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DUCK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com code DUCK offers valid for a limited time. Tell them we sent you. That's it. Hey, look, if you've been listening to us for a while, you know we're not superstar athletes. We're just regular dudes. Regular dudes. Who do regular things. That's right. And it's important 
to stay regular and to stay healthy to be regular. So it's important that we take supplements of the highest quality, and that's why we've been partnered with AG1. How long have we been drinking AG1, Philip? A long time, probably about three years for us. Yeah, and unlike a lot of those other brands of supplements, yeah. AG1 conducts a bunch of testing to set the standard for purity and potency, and it's researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, uh, doctors, and nutritionists. Are you a scientist, doctor, or nutritionist? Negative. Negative. So how are we supposed to know? That's why we go with AG1, because they've got decades of experience in their field. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing at each step of the process. AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. Philip, you've made a pack right here. It's that easy. I, I did. I knew I was doing the duck call room this morning, and so uh, I waited to do my AG1 here. Right there. And um, look, we never miss a day when we drink our AG1, me and my wife, Alicia, and we've loved it for a long time, and it's really helped us out. Yep. And we know we can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because they obsess over product quality, the standards of manufacturing partners, and sustainable practices. Taking care of your health shouldn't be complicated. And that's why AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one scoop or travel pack. Philip already did all that while we were doing this ad. You can AG definitely tell when you miss a day and you don't drink it. Yeah. Uh, some time goes by, you're craving to go back and drink your AG1. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes vitamin C. Mm. Can't get enough vitamin C and zinc. To support my immune health, look, it all started back when Superman himself, Christian Huff, started yep. drinking AG1, mm -hmm. got us all on it. We're not Superman, and I'm not going to be able to lift the weights he lifts, but I'm going to be able to feel great every single day <laughs> by drinking AG1. And you're going to have better gut health. Better, yeah, that's important for me. Look, we've been partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high-quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash duck. That's drinkag1.com slash duck. Check it out. The about. weight of a jockey <laughs> usually ranges from 108 to 118 pounds. And no more. Martin ain't weighed 118 pounds since the second hey, grade. He he weighed 118 pounds when he was born. Second, probably generous. <laughs> probably more like the first. I mean, I hit. A, I was a late bloomer, but hey. come seventh grade, I, I ain't seen 120 since I was then. a thin little kid till I got them tonsils cut out. Then I went on that ice cream diet for really? a while, and hey, I ain't man. ever looked back. So. Hey, blame it like on the cream. Something in the tonsils and adenoids jacked everything up. Assess blame. <laughs> I just never took my tonsil out. No, I'm when glad they did. got on the ice cream kick, that's it, boys. It's gone. I'm glad they took them out because I was never sick as a kid and still, for the most part, ain't. But, yeah, of course it is. You know, COVID don't care if it's you got tonsils or not. But, you ain't kidding. But, uh, no, I was I was a thin young strapping fella till I got them tonsils out, and that's all of it, boys. He's looking at all the writing paranoia. <laughs> paranoia, <laughs> huh? Tell them something. Whatever it is, hey. Y'all know what it means. Yeah. You know what I was talking I'm about. I'm just reading about jockeys. That's right. And he's showing all kind of stuff that they wear. I bet Dude. they wear Tommy Johns. Hey. Oh, do oh, they? they're lightweight they're and thin. Yeah. Yeah. baby. And they stretch. Yeah. Hey. There you go. He's coming in for the stretch, boys. <laughs> I bet they don't hey. wear jockey. Hey. <laughs> Where's our sound hey. effect guy? Hey. Come on, hey. come on. Hey. You got a board. Boy, that was a joke. That, that, one, yeah. that one needs a... <laughs> There you go. Oh, yeah. I'll take it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, just throw one in every now and then. We'll go along with it. We're getting bona fide. Yeah. When you bonafide. start having a man bonafide. over there with sound this effects, we're getting bonafide. bonafide. We're, they, real, we're just turning into like a local morning radio show with that. Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Native American yeah, This is like good morning Vietnam. Oh, by the way. Yeah, how you go? Hey. Let me tell you what I saw on TV. Right. Uh, they were doing a special about Vietnam, and they showed the um, truck gunners. These trucks that would go when they would be bringing supplies in. Yeah, and a half. Yeah, these, these big, big trucks had guns, big guns. Quad 50s. Yeah, I'm talking about awesome. 
and and they would they would be the protection for these. Yep. They ever let you drive one there? Uh, oh, I drove Dusslaff all the time. But I'm talking about with quad fifty. Well, no, but I've seen them. And uh, but they had uh, names like Brutus and yeah. all these kind of names yeah. that they put yeah, on the side they, of them. That ring that that them quad fifties is on. Yeah, I mean it's heavy, big time heavy. But it has to be. Fifty caliber machine guns are heavy. Man. And then if you put four of them in that ring. Okay. Well, they and said they said that I could just go outside and you pick the tree. If I had quad fifties on that dish side, I could make it in toothpicks for you in just a. Well, that's short one of the time. things they said is that if they had their enemy hiding behind the trees. Oh yeah, they just and they had the other the guns tree and the enemy. They just yeah, they would just have to shoot around them and try and yeah. hit them. But with those guns, oh, yeah. you're talking you just about just cut the tree down. That's what exactly what they said. Yeah. You just shoot the tree till it fell down? No, you shoot right oh. through the tree. Yeah, it Those just, bullets hey, go through it. It'd be like a buzzsaw. It wouldn't just take it long. Yeah. Now, that's sound effect. Hmm. Uh, but it's about five, about, no, say ten times louder. This caliber is loud. Just like the minigun, 20, 20 millimeter, it's loud. Oh, man. Now, how do we go from yeah. this... What was we talking about? You had talked about some, some strange sounds earlier today. Oh, horse jockeys, okay. strange sounds. Quad fifties. Quad fifties. Oh, no. You said, welcome back to Vietnam. Oh, good morning. Good morning, Vietnam. That's oh, yeah. We turned into yeah. a morning yeah. radio. There you go. There, okay. Yeah. We just traced our effects that got steps back. Got off, boys. Now what? Hey, here's, here's what I got in my fortune cookie. Sometimes you can be walking around lucky and not even know it. It's true. He got that in a fortune cookie. Though. I don't know, man. Fortune cookie. What do we do after hunting and football season? We go fishing, but then what I do we watch? That you don't watch anything. I can't wait. You eat crawfish. Well, we finally get more hours in the day, so you it's watch, not dark at 4. You watch Ted Lasso, and you laugh. I need to watch that. That's a good show. It's a language is a little yeah. We tried a little to British it. on the language. The language but, is kind but of it's, it's, it's funny. It gets a little British. Oh no, it, it's British very... people's curse words just don't. They don't. They don't. They're not offended by them. The they're same re- way yeah, we're they're real fond of one Beep. Ted Lasso. They just but. those British folks. Why y'all keep cussing British folks? There's some British because folks. Because the listening. sun never shines over. I'd be mad too. We spent two weeks over. There. You don't ever see. Oh the no, sun. no, no. You're right there. I know. You never Look. see the sun, and it rains every time you get out from under a roof. I'd be mad, too. Oh, no, 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 no. That happened Foul to mood. Germany. Look, and it went for like <laughs> 40. Hey, yeah. That happened to Germany, okay, for 45 days we'd never seen the sun. You know what else? It was always rain. 45 days? I'll tell you what else. days. And look, I know we got people. And it rained the whole time. I know we got people that from the UK that comment on this podcast, and I appreciate y'all. <laughs> but I'm just telling you right now, life's too short to not have ice and a salt shaker. <laughs> Go treat yourself. I'm just saying. Uh, the ice thing's weird over there. That yeah. and such thing as, you know, like hot sauce and, you know, stuff that gives a little bit of flavor. Well, if they would just start with a salt shaker, there's no telling what they'd discover. <laughs> but they all seem. <laughs> but anyway, let's take another break. We'll be back while Johnny D break. puts the air back in his chair. Martin? Yeah, buddy. What's the greatest piece of mail you've ever gotten? I don't know, man. I, yes, I would, you do. What? It's a mattress, and it came from That's Helix. Not, came from is that Helix. not the best thing ever? You open a box, boom, you have a mattress, and you're like, a mattress in the mail? I don't know. And then it's like the most comfortable mattress ever because it was tailor-made for you because you took a two-minute quiz, and it was like, hey, you're exactly what you need. Boom. And you're like, wow, this is the most comfortable thing on earth. Thanks, Helix. I will, and it <laughs> came in the mail. I will, have to say, I will have to say, until you get a mattress in the mail, you never realize how tedious going to a mattress store actually is Ooh, to find yeah. the one for you where you can sit down and in two minutes answer all the questions, whether it's for you, you and your wife, your wife, your kids, whatever, fill out the questionnaire and they send you a mattress that's made for you because that that's what they do. Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. They have 20 unique mattresses, including award-winning Lux Collection and a mattress for Shocker, big and tall sleepers. That's your boy. And even a mattress made just for kids. And now Helix is bringing us their most premium mattresses yet with a new Helix Elite collection. Every Helix Elite has a built-in cooling cover, thousands of supportive coils, dual cushioning layers, and even lumbar support for a truly elevated sleep experience. 
So if you want to know which one it is, take the quiz. You can get it done in two minutes or less. And then you have a mattress that's built just for you, and it's shipped straight to your door. And then you jump on it and just, hey, you're sleeping on a cloud, boys. You can jump on it. You can lay on it. You can do whatever yeah. you want on right. it because it is that, I mean, it's that well made. And there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it. So 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress. That's right. And if you're not satisfied, which you're not, you're going to be ecstatic about how great it is. Look. There you go. And we're all unique. We all sleep differently. That's why Helix has several different mattresses to choose from. They have models with memory foam layers, models more responsive foam to cradle your body, enhanced cooling features, keep you from overheating. And if your spine needs a little extra TLC, they got you. It has a hybrid design combining wrapped steel coils in the base and foam layers at the top. So, I mean, I don't know what else you could want in a mattress. Johnny D., He's wrapped up in a pillow in a cloud oh, every mine night. Mine is just a soft, fluffy, beautiful cloud. There you go. I should go yeah. back home right now. Moonlight, right? Moonlight. There you go. He's, he's chasing the moonlight. Not only is this the best mattress we've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattress delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Don't take our word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress pick by Wire Magazine, and it's recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Plus, they're American-made and come with a 10- or 15-year warranty, depending on which one you get. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash duck and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Go to helixsleep.com slash duck and use code HELIXPARTNER20. Welcome back. Oh, boy. That was like, welcome back, Carter. Yeah, sound like a live audience, huh? Right, boy. We should do one in front of a live audience. That way we could get in trouble. No, we can't. Uh-uh. I'm a big believer in non-live. Well, we had someone email in asking if we'd ever do a live podcast. Well, let me. I mean, I would if there was like a little crowd because I think it'd be fun to interact with a crowd. We need to do like like a fan live, like a hundred people. Okay. All right, I've got to tell you all this. When we went to Hazard Fest, mm-hmm. the uh, Dukes of Hazard Fest. Yes, I was there, basically. Yeah, that's um, where Philip got the to-go meatloaf and. Oh yeah, he brought the hamburger home. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I got a question about. <laughs> there it is. No, stop. Because the guy who put the show on said he'd love to have all the guys from the Duck Call Room come back next year and do the same thing, um, because this kind of like what we did there. We were up on stage, me mm-hmm. and you and Godwin and Cy. And just yeah, I just made Instagram stories stuff. while Cy talked the whole time. Yeah, was, what I used to do when Cy and Willie had appearances, I'd yeah. just sit in the back and giggle. So we could take the show on the road. Take the show on the road. Right. Take I the show on the road. We on the road enough. I ain't trying to. I'm not on the road ever anymore, and it's oh. wonderful. Yeah, I know it. I drive five minutes a day. That's Traveling's it. one of them deals that's really cool until it's your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you just get then it gets of, bad. You get tired of living out of a suitcase That's eventually. Right. So that is what it is, I suppose. But anyways, what are yeah. we going to talk about next? I don't know. What do y'all want to talk about? I'm, I'll tell you this: on our duck hunt this morning, we killed a banded mallard drake. How about that? Have you called it in yet? I sure did. Where was it from? Where did they band it? Any guesses? Louisville, Kentucky. Up? No. no. Uh, Illinois. No. Minnetonka, Minnesota. Somewhere in Canada. No. Uh oh. Hey, ah, congratulations. Saskatchewan. Well, Saskatchewan. Well, Saskatchewan. Yeah, us two that we've killed on that piece of property, both banded in Saskatchewan. Huh. I went to Saskatchewan once. Yeah. That was the most redneck place I've ever been in my life. Alberta's the same way. It Me and Gobble beautiful. went to the, like the Calgary Stampede Rodeo or whatever, and then we went to the indoor lacrosse game. How was the rodeo? It's cool. Yeah, it was, okay. it was neat. That's a big deal, ain't it? Yeah, Goblin was fired up. Oh, yeah. He used yeah. to be a rodeo. Yes, he was a bull rider. Yeah. yeah. Me, I was just like, that's yeah, an awful big animal there, son. Get him away from yeah. me. Yeah. They had them jumping horses there, them bucking broncs, and the oh, yeah. boys was riding them things. Yeah, Lee. Mm. Lord, have mercy. But I'm into Canada. I want to go back to Canada. Yeah. I've only been one, one of these time. days. One of these days we'll be able to get back. Oh, yeah. Are we not allowed in Canada? I'd like to go to the prairies when the ducks are actually nesting. And go look at them? Yeah. Yeah. Just stare at them. That would be cool. 
We have a bunch of people from Canada that listen to this. Oh, I know. They're fantastic. I like, I've always had very positive experience with Canadian folks. Because when we went to Alaska with what, Billy Graham's uh, deal? Yeah, yeah. Franklin. The, this yeah. dude emailed you know, me. Uh, you know, that was cool. For the grizzly bears uh, fatten up before they hibernate on big salmon. There you go. Yeah. My man Dane from Manitoba. Canada emailed us, and he wanted to trade weather for the day. It was minus 48 wind chill. No, yeah. you, you can have that big yeah, day. Yeah, but the nope. thing about that is, okay, that's a dry. No, no, Shut no, up. minus Shut 48. No, no, I, no, no. Stop it. Minus no, no, 48. I know is, this. Oh, go I, ahead, Yeah, but I know oh. this for one reason. That's, hey, it, it makes a big difference if it's a dry cold or a wet cold. I know that, but well, minus I 48. Off a plane is... in Anchorage, Alaska, and it was 40 below, and I was actually comfortable walking from the down the steps of the plane inside. Do we have a sound until for that? I actually yeah. got inside and realized how cold it really was out there? Yeah, okay. I mean, you you do have that that argument has merit. Oh yeah, if it's not minus 48, that's just cold. Wet, dry, indifferent. Yeah, but, uh, thirty degrees here feels colder than thirty degrees up yeah, in the mountain. Like we had these boys this weekend come in and hunt from Wisconsin that bought the hunt at the Tim Tebow deal. Mm-hmm. They came by the honey hunt. They froze to death. Oh no no Did no! They? Oh, it yeah. was raw though. I mean, wind right in our face. Yeah, cold I, it's humidity. A, it's an entirely different beast. And they were like, cold. "Yeah, yeah, this this cold down here gets in your bones." I was yeah. like, "Oh, I'm aware." Yeah, I mean, I've lived in it my whole it's life. In your soul. When I said the heat does the same thing about mid-August too. Oh, yeah. So like, it's 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 a real deal. We but, went ice fishing. That was twenty below. Yeah, they kept trying to get me to come. Below. 20 below. That, is and that the look, coldest? Man, that wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. It really wasn't, yeah. No, size right. I had a light jacket on. That's because okay. y'all stepped out and stepped into the shack. Well, yeah. well, no, no, That's I'm good. just saying, though, but it wasn't that bad because I had a very light jacket on. And we also yeah. went uh, behind the, the, the snow, the dogs. Yeah. yeah, dog sled. Dog sledding. And it wasn't that bad, but it was 20 below, and I thought I was going to die. But then when we got out in it, it wasn't that bad. Erroneous. Yeah. I know y'all were cold. Was, I, the coldest bad, weather. It's an entirely different deal. Oh, I know. It really is. It's entirely we different. We were in deal. Chicago one time and it was six degrees. And I said, this, this is how I go out, just in the middle of the street in Chicago. That was just what I was fixing to say. We went to Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's not even and north. When we was on the real ground over there duck hunting, that's exactly what temperature was. Six? Six degrees. Mm-mm. And I was oh. comfortable. Coldest I, no, the coldest I ever been was that first time we went to Kansas duck hunting. Oh, no, no. There was just enough humidity <laughs> in that place. Yeah. Froze yeah. to and, death. And not only that, and we was on, the blind was metal. We oh, had they, ice up under us. It was like a, have, it was like a refrigerator. Any, any heat? Wrong answer, dude. Don't make a blind out of metal. I froze to death. Oh, no. I, I like mean, like. Die. Wrong answer, dude. I like to die. Wrong answer, okay. <laughs> Me and ice do not get along, period. Okay. I mean, that was the coldest. Whoa. I, I yeah. still is the coldest I've ever been. Even by the fire, I couldn't get warm. Oh. Like, I was, I mean, that was. I never did get warm until no. I got back home and I uh, sat in front it of It seems fire. like when it's when it's a cold that's kind of wet, yeah. that it's hard to get over. Oh, man, I, I'll never forget I that. Don't cold. Like that's it. why when the greatest hunt they ever had on field property, I was not there for one reason. <laughs> You're scared? Iced over then, and Jace used the chainsaw to cut an ice hole. Oh, no, we killed him that day. Oh, yeah. 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 Quick. They full limits in about 15 minutes. Yeah, it was About quick. eight guys. I like cold. I don't like misery. I mean, I want it to be cool, but I don't like being miserable. Like, them last two Have days. Have you ever been married? <laughs> only for seven years. Seven I ain't years. been miserable he yet. Ain't, okay. He ain't in the misery. Not yet. Mm-hmm. That's it. He ain't got to the misery part. Still honeymoon. Hey, I'm, I'm <laughs> Just joking. Still honeymoon. I I say. I've, been married, I've been married for 50 about years. About the honeymoon. I and I've, yeah, I've yeah, never, yeah, okay. not, I'm not joking about the misery, but I am about the honeymoon. Hey, I've been married 50 years. Ain't no misery involved. Oh. <laughs> my wife got in bed the other night with me you. and said, are my feet cold and stuck them two icebergs she had attached to the bottom of her legs on me? I was like, "No, you got to get out of here. This ain't this ain't even cool here." Till cold does its part. I mean, I, she said, "You're always so warm." I said, 
Well, you get them off of it. Right. Like, get this get is, off of it. This is a no-fly zone here. No-fly zone. So after 30 years, I, stuff like that, no, I, I'm immune to it. I just let it, let it go. You just let it happen? Yep. Put the cold let feet it on me. I'm fine. But I done got all toasty. Yeah. You know, I done got nice get and toasty. And she stuck into two icebergs on me. feet off of me. Man. Yeah. I ain't never felt somebody's feet cold. <laughs> I, t- I told her, I said, check your pulse, see if you're alive. I'm in cold, son. I don't understand Good that. Grief. Well, let's take another break. I don't like we'll be back cold. right after this. All right, we're back. We're back. Back. After a, quite a break. Cause like, very long we're break. Back, boys. We're, we're having a case back. of the Mondays. That was so a needed break. Back. We're having a case of I the got Mondays. something for Mondays. Well, hey, what do you got? What do you got? It'd be your best shot, J.D. A little story out of Tallulah, Louisiana. Tallulah, Louisiana. Right down the road. You've been there, huh? Yep. I have. Julio's on the river. Well, don't know what that means. Oh. Colby from Heber Springs, Arkansas. Yeah. Loves the podcast. And he sent in a news story that was about his grandfather in Tallulah. In 1983. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm we're interested. Going back Were you in born time, yet, Woody? No, I was not, sir. Nor was the I. Dial, <laughs> what? Set the dial to 1983. Was, what happened in 1983, well, JD? 85. To his grandfather. Um, there was a lion on the loose in 1983 in a Toledo. Lion on the roof of what? On the on loose. The loose, like a skate. Loose? Yes. Oh, I thought you said roof. On the roof. Black? Okay. <laughs> no, it was not a black panther. This is a regulation line. Here's African a picture. Line. From the zoo? No, it was somebody's pet because the 80s were awesome. The 80s were awesome. Look, so there's the lion. So this line's on the loose. It starts on a dog poodle killing spree. Well, a then dog poodle he killed spree. the poodle. He killed a poodle. One of the neighborhood poodles got got by the line. Okay. And then old Colby's grandpa got trapped by him, basically, outside of the yard. And uh, his only defense was a fly swatter. <laughs> oh, no. That ain't very good. So he's swatting at the line. Yeah. He gets the line back, gets inside, gets his gun. Line then he throws tank. a rock at the line. That doesn't work. Then he shoots the line. I would have started there. Anyway? Well, hold on one okay. second. It does say. Rat shot. Hey, no. Whatever I can oh, get my hands him. on. A 7.7 millimeter poplar St. Japanese no, 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 rifle. Yeah, no wonder. Okay. You know why the lion killed the, the <coughs> poodle? This is just my my. Because cats there. and dogs don't like no, each no. other? No, no. No, because he thought it was actually a lion, and he said, you, you, you're a sissy. I ain't going to let you live. <laughs> This coming from a man who owned a poodle. Well, hey, that is killer. <laughs> Name killer. Hey, look, I've got more photographs of him that I had to sign. Me and killer. You and killer? Me and killer. Didn't you send that dog back? Yeah. I actually shot a dove one day, okay? He went out to get it, and when he come running back, he was running too fast, and I grabbed him. They got real sensitive skin, poodles do, and it actually pinched him, and he tried to bite me, so I had to send him back to the... Dog trainer for remedial training. There you go. There's the story of killer. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Now, look, I feel for his granddad. As a man who's been trapped by an animal, you'll do anything to get out of there. What were you trapped by? Not a lion. This is, this is, no, this is, (laughs) this is mildly more. That he didn't mind. He didn't mind being trapped by her, okay? Oh, is this when she put the cold toes in him? Oh, yeah. This is mildly more I, embarrassing. Hey, I love that Wait, woman. I I'm very there. interested in what animal had Martin pinned. <laughs> and I mean, it must have been a big animal. Oh, no. Big. It's, hey, hey, it's Porcupine. a mountain lion. Oh, we it's a mountain lion. No, okay. no, it ain't yeah, even nothing that cool. a mountain lion. She comes from Tennessee, boy. She come up there with the mountains. <laughs> so we were hunting in Texas. We're turkey hunting in Texas. <laughs> and we get there late one evening. The guy drives us around. He's showing us the whole place. And he said, be careful if you end up in this pasture because there's ostriches here. Oh, and they're mean. And he was like, Ugh. he said, they may be nesting. We ain't really seen them in a while, whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, it's you're, we're flying around this place. So next day we go turkey hunting. Turkey gets a goblin, right? <laughs> so we there we go. We strike off. 
I told Miller, I said, hey, just go kill that turkey. You know, it ain't but one of them, so there ain't no reason for both of us to go. So go kill him. I'll sit right here at the truck. Well, I'm sitting in the truck. It starts to mist rain. Well, all our stuff's in the back of the truck. All our shotgun, you know, shotgun shells, yeah. vest, all that stuff's in the back of the truck. So I'm like, well, wet. let me get it out of the rain. Yeah. So I get out. I'm gathering it all up. Mind you, I'm in the bed of my truck, and I hear, <laughs> and I'm like, that's that sound you heard. I know, but I'm like, what in the world was that? I've never heard yeah. that before. Yeah. And then I heard it again. I said. It was a pterodactyl. So I said, nobody panic. And I turned and looked. And there was the male ostrich. Ooh. Swole up. He didn't like you. Swole up. He had them little short yeah. stubby wings yeah. out like yeah. this coming yeah. at me with his head lowered and just hissing. <laughs> And I was like, no, buddy, that ain't, that, that, uh-uh, this ain't okay. Wrong answer, this dude. Ain't, this ain't okay, fella. Yeah. Of course, I'm at the back of my truck. My gun's in the truck already. I done put it up, and I'm like, well, now what? <laughs> so I get in the back of the truck. I get on the roof. You're on the so, roof of the truck? Well, I had to get to my door. I wasn't going to do it from the ground. to get the gun. So I, I went around, even and up. I'm crawling over my roof of my truck, and I'm trying to reach that door handle. And even at 6'4", you just don't bend like it. I finally got it open. So seeing a man my size go from the roof to inside the truck, I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm glad there wasn't no cameras. Yeah, it was involved. amazing. But it was but, a desperate. I mean, you had to, to get there. But I got in there, and I grabbed my gun, and I cracked that window, and I just pointed it out that window. I'm like, you rascal? If you if you come at me, uh, you're right. I'm don't make me you. do this. I don't want to. Well, so he's looking. Yeah. Finally, gets satisfied. He done scared me off, which he had. I mean, <laughs> ostriches are big. He had <laughs> and mean apparently. And then walks yeah, off. They are. Well, I'm I'm like, oh, okay, thank God, praise God. Yeah. Praise and God. I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden the turkey quits gobbling. So I'm like, well, Miller about to kill him. Ain't no thing. And about that time, I hear the weirdest sounding gunshot you've ever heard. Boom. I'm like, that didn't sound good. Yeah. Well, then I heard it again. I said, something's wrong with Miller's gun. So I I, I went to go find Miller. Yeah, tell me he may have shot himself. I, I found a man and, and an ostrich in <laughs> a pile. Ooh. Yeah. That ostrich done snuck up there on Miller while he's using that turkey call and beat the tar out of him. Ostriches are mean. I'm talking about beef. The same one. Hey, the same one. Yeah, he walked that way, but I hey, wasn't thinking of you know? in self-defense, Miller had to shoot his way out of this. So at that time in his life, Mike Miller had, had converted, and I hadn't heard him cuss in probably 10 years. Well, I walk around the corner, and that boy... Is letting out every cuss word you've ever <laughs> he been, he been heard back. in your life. He, he legitimately got yeah. hurt by this ostrich. Got whooped by him, son. Yeah. He got the gun knocked out of his hand, finally scrambled over there to the gun and shot the ostrich in the chest twice at point blank range because he was just curb stomping it. Because well, they swing their heads. Well, no, 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 head. no, 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 no. Look, hey, and not on that, hey. Them things have got big feet. Oh, yeah, kicked him right mm, in the okay. chest. Look, and have got big toenails. Yeah. Hard toenails. You know what saved Miller? His binoculars. That turkey kicked, or turkey, Kept that him. ostrich kicked him Kept, right in the chest, yeah. ripped his binoculars off. We found them like 20 yards away from where they went flying. Yeah. And uh, But the funniest part of that was we dug cactus needles out of Miller. Oh, yeah. Where for the next two around? days. Because yeah. that ostrich just went round and round on him and whooped his butt, son. Of course, I'm, I'm laughing now that I know. Now Miller's that he's okay. okay well, you know? Yeah, that he's not dead. Yeah. But when I heard them weird gunshots, I was like. You knew something wasn't something, right. Something ain't, oh, yeah. something ain't G-hauled. And then I never thought about the ostrich walking over there and whooping him. But yeah. Did you tote a gun with you when you went to go check on oh, him? Oh, buddy, did I? <laughs> yeah, I knew he went that way. I just didn't realize he went and attacked Miller. So did y'all have to pay for the ostrich? We did. We wrote a check for him. Yeah. That's fine. John David, your uncle used to have a bunch of ostriches. Oh, no they would yeah. give us eggs, big, huge ostrich. Yeah, my eggs. uncle ran an ostrich farm. And I tell you what we did, too. We cleaned Mr. Ostrich, and we ate him. He pretty good eating. Were you still mad at well, him? They, they eat pretty good. I wasn't mad at him. No, he let me off. No, me and, me and him was no, cool. You, you got things, away. Me and him was cool. Yeah, yeah. when you had that gun pointing at him, he was I like. Did, I did have my right. gun just precariously out the window of my truck saying, don't do it. 
Mac, Mac told me a story dude, about dude. it. Of course, all I had was a 20 gauge, and I'm like, them things fast too. Watch this dude. Watch this dude. Watch it. Boom. Is that Miller? That's what happened to Miller. No, no. Mac told me that that he he went in the pen and wasn't thinking. (laughs) Well, we didn't know. He knocked. Hey, he knocked him down with that big foot. He said, "I'm glad I had my hunting coat on." Oh, that's the thing. He probably stuck me with that toenail. Is Miller a big guy or not that big? He's average. I mean, he's six foot. 180 pounds, you know. Hey, Ox is a big bird. Oh, that's a big animal. That's a big animal. I got a picture somewhere of my fall Miller holding the head of the Osher jump. I said, well, you got to take a picture with him. (laughs) I said, that thing, I said, he. he, Hey, who you been in the fight with? You don't want to know. Yeah, he won the battle, but he lost the war. uh, They should have had him stuffed on the the, the wall. A, A full grown ostrich is like the size of Martin running twice as fast as. Usain and, Bolt. And way more agile. Oh, yeah. Uh, ostrich will whoop you. Oh, I'm telling you. When that sucker, you ain't ever felt fear in your life till you gathering all your stuff out the back of your truck and you hear, <laughs> and that second time when curiosity gets you, I felt like the guy in a scary movie, you know, when I hear the noise and they go investigate. Well, when I heard it again, I had to know what was behind me. I was like, <laughs> "Look, oh, if it, boy, if here we go. What, I, I'm serious. That's about what I heard last night. I don't think it was an ostrich. It might have been. It may have been. No. Escape from Max Farm so look, 20 years ago. I'd never heard that crazy sound before. Well, look, if that ostrich get after you, get behind Stone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Put something between you and him. <laughs> hey, look. If- well, that's like the deal about, hey, I don't have to outrun it. You know, I just have to outrun you. Just put yeah, one get something between you and him. I recommend yeah. a pickup truck. Amen. Hey, and I, a shotgun. I want to see this story on the big screen so I can yell at it. Get away, Martin. Oh, get I, your gun, Martin. I'm telling you, I was so happy that I had that toolbox in the back of my truck because I don't know if I could have got to the roof by just jumping. Well, I probably could have. I, think, I, was, I was scared. I, I think was, the ostrich was wanting to whoop you first, but then he got a good look at you. He was like, he's a little bit. Oh, he looked at me and said, he's too slick for this. I ain't going to whoop him. But that boy out there sitting on yeah, the ground. He I'm won't even see I'm it coming. Get him. <laughs> What's even funnier is like 20 minutes later, that turkey got the goblin again. We killed him. We we went back with oh, an ostrich and a gobbler all in I'm the like, Well, Mr. Ranch owner, I got a problem here. When they got two problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got a problem here. We got a turkey, but we got a bonus there too. Yeah. So wait a minute. What do you mean a bonus? <laughs> Miller tried. Well, hey. Miller tried male, that old line. Well, ostrich showed up. <laughs> and it was a bunch of whooping going on. Yeah. And we had to it. we had to, you know, shoot our way out of that. The Let's... landowner said, son, you need two things. First you need some tweezers and you need a big check. Yeah. yeah. Miller Miller tried that line on him and said, oh, uh, you know, we won't sue you if we ain't gotta pay for that ostrich. I looked at the old boy, I said, How much we owe you? I ain't I ain't trying to I ain't playing that game. What we owe you? We killed Question. your live, we killed your livestock, what we owe you. Yeah. you know? Question, was it pretty expensive? He wasn't that bad. No. And he probably did y'all, gave y'all a good deal. Well, I mean, what was he going to do? He was dead. <laughs> Take what he could get. <laughs> I think he went on there and figured out what it cost to replace him, and that's what I wrote the check for. Yeah. But that was fine. That's ain't no fine. thing. Did Miller help with the cost? No. But I wanted to keep turkey hunting, so I was willing to pay. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah here you go. Let's roll. Ostrich fights. I did yep. not know that story. Yeah, that was a good one. That was, uh, yeah, I've kept that one under my hat. There, That was not one of my more proud moments, but... John David, you ever been pinned up by an animal? No. <laughs> no, he pinned raised. Very, very by design. I got stuck on a trampoline from a neighborhood dog when I was a kid for a while once. Better than getting treed by a chicken. I just sat up there and was like, this dog can't get on this trampoline, hopefully. Well, let's take our last break. We'll be back right after this. All right, we're back. And we're back. Welcome we're back. We're the favorite segment of the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got in the mailbag. Johnny D's mailbag at hey, hello Pat- at duckcallroom.com. Patrick from South Carolina sent this literally South three minutes ago. Where did you find them? Samuel's first duck. Ducks. He said duck, but good night. Oh, he's got a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. Four pretty mallards. Them be mallard ducks, too. So way to go, Samuel. Uh, that's go over there Samuel. in South Carolina. A little South Carolina greenhead action. Oh, man. Where was that? Uh, I'm jealous. Huh? It's some lake over there. I can't remember the name of the lake. Now. We got more than one. Yeah. Hartwell? That's the one everybody knows, though. Yeah, I don't remember. I have no idea. There's a lot of ducks on it. I don't know that. All right. So any housers. 
We got more and more emails to get to. Jess doesn't say where he's from, but his wife is Polish. Okay. okay. All right. I don't know what that means, but. It means he eats a lot of sausage. I dig it. And he, for some reason, he he addressed me. Uh-oh. Oh, here we JD, go. I'd like to know your opinion, as well as the guys, on how to lure my woman into going hunting with him, even if it's just once. Uh, my wife said no, so I can't. I got no advice. How to lure her into hunting? Yeah, she don't want to go hunting. Oh, so he's like, how do I get my wife to go hunting with me? Have you ever fed her the wild game that you hunt? That's a good start. Yeah, make it really good, and then say, wouldn't you like to do this? <laughs> but I also say this: if they've never been, if they have never been, don't start with a duck hunt. Don't start with a deer hunt. Start with squirrels or doves, something you can go. You're moving. You make noise. The weather's nice. And you don't have to be quiet, cold, and miserable like you do sometimes when you're actually, when you're chasing fowl or chasing deer. Go Just make sure they can have fun. Because mm-hmm. if they can have fun, the chances are they'll try a different kind of hunting. And then you just kind of, you know, like this morning was not the morning to take somebody. A, there ain't no ducks. B, it was like. 28 degrees here and there was about 10 mile an hour north wind it was cold this morning not a good morning to say hey you want to go on your first hunt no not this, this ain't it sometime around the first of september when it's still nice and breezy and warm out you can, you can take them and and see if they'll go that but look if she don't man hunting ain't for everybody just like i like the deal about the food though feed it to them first yeah yeah because like yeah. especially squirrel that's my favorite wild game Squirrel fire. You fry a young squirrel up for, hey. Squirrel yeah. fire. Man likes a good squirrel. I'm not squirrel's into Squirrel's good. Yeah. I've, I've never been able to get my wife to go. She just, she don't want to go, and I don't, don't want to make like, her go. Yeah. Just, you know, if she don't want to go, she don't, yeah. don't want to go. And respect like, that let's decision go to the and movies. move on. Okay. Yeah. It's cold outside. You know what let's happens shop. if she okay. likes hunting? Your bill just doubled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now <laughs> You're you trying to figure out how to stop her from going. Now you got to go buy her hunting clothes, a gun. Shells. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. So, hey, maybe you don't want her to be. Si, has Christine ever showed any interest in going with nope. you? Nope. But My little Brit- I know Brittany did when we was growing up. Yeah. Brittany hunts with me a lot. Yeah. And and what happened was it was squirrel hunting. So funny. So I'm shooting at this squirrel running up a tree. I'm, I'm shooting with a 22 rifle scope. Okay, and he's running. He's taking off. I done missed him first time, so he took off. And, I and hey. My sister is literally up on my back beating me on the head. Kill him, kill him, kill him. You know? Which one? <laughs> the squirrel Jan. Uh. You know? So I said, okay, all right. I've learned one thing. Hey, you get over there, okay, because I don't want you jumping on top of me yeah. beating me upside the head trying while I'm trying to kill a squirrel running, fox squirrel running up a pecan. And she was for you killing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then after I killed it, she said, oh, my goodness, because I'd done hit it three or four times. Yeah. She said, you killed it. I said, you was a minute ago screaming, kill it. I said, yeah, I killed it. I said, now we're going to go home and cook it. So there you go. Keep it fun. Don't force it. That's right, boys. Hey. All right. Next email. Roger from the great state of Kentucky. Roger Dodger. Dry Ridge, Kentucky. Been a big fan ever Dry since Ridge. the Duck Dynasty show. Uh, loves the duck call room on YouTube, and he knows there's no way to actually know the answer to this question. Wait a minute. Hey, don't but it. if Cy had to guess, Uh-oh. how many ducks do you think you and Phil have killed and eaten in your life? <laughs> That's pretty good. Killed and eaten. Probably it'd be in the thousands. There ain't no probably to it. I yeah. know it's in the yeah. thousands. Yeah. It's just how many zeros are behind it. Uh, yeah. The difference uh, between 99,000 and 1,000. You're talking about a lifetime 000. here. We started, okay, you know, when we were kids, okay. The, the shotgun I cut my teeth on was a 16-gauge Browning, okay. I it, would It was bigger say, than me when I started. Which, so how long you been hunting? You've been, you been chasing ducks for 60 years? Oh, yeah, at least that. 12, you probably. I started actually squirrel hunting when I was six. Six. <clears throat> okay, because the first um, one I killed, I watched him for like 35, maybe 45 minutes, and then it was, what are you doing, idiot? 
This is what you come out here. Boom. Uh, 60 years, you probably got to think. Kill three, four hundred a year, probably something like that. Well, what about the military uh, years, though? Uh, oh, you were, I hunted when I was in that. Time. Oh yeah, he hunted. Yeah. Did you not duck hunting? Did you? Yeah. Did you oh yeah, he hunted Fort Polk. Oh, yeah. I know I've heard them stories. Fort Polk and on uh, Fort Devens. You'll see, I was in charge of policing all of Fort Devens. I had a bunch of people I'd pick up, and they'd, they'd, you know, we'd go out and clean the post up. Well, I kept going over this little bridge that was over this little. I haven't creek, heard this one. And I looked down and kept saying. Them look like be mallard ducks down there. Yeah. Well, I got the. This is in October. It opened like you know, at the end of October up there. You know, and I said, hmm. I said I got to find out if I can hunt there. You know, so I did. And oh yeah, and it was a little river, and then it it coming. You come around the curve, okay, and it had a little slough that backed up. You know. I got in that little slough, and they'd come down the river, and I'd hit them with a duck call, and they'd swing in there and come down and get in front of the decoy backpedaling. Get their tail shot off. Oh, yeah, and then get their butt shot off. Cause I, and these were black mallards, too. Oh, black ducks. Oh, yeah. That's black awesome. Ducks. Oh, no. It Did you awesome. have people go with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the best time was when me and Smitty, a guy from Georgia. There's always a Smitty. Smitty. <laughs> There's oh, no, no, always no, 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 a Smitty. So, yo, yo, I'm in the Army, okay. And I'm I'm living there on an apartment, you know, out in the, you know, a post. So I had a couple shotguns, and I, I'd come into the barracks, you know, and tell me, "Hey, look, it's Saturday tomorrow morning." I said, "Duck season open." I said, "Anybody want to go?" Instead of just stay here in the barracks, nothing to do. I've got two shotguns. I've got shells. I've you know, let's go. <laughs> you know, none of them will show. You know, and I said, "You bunch of sissies." You know, but anyway, here so comes finally, Smitty. Oh, yeah. So finally, oh, I come here and I said, Hey, anybody want to go duck hunting? You know, like, no, 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 you bunch of cities. You know, and Smitty said, Wait a minute, what are you talking about? I said, Now, hey, I ain't got no waiters. We're going to wait. I, we got to wait about, you know, 30 yards to get out of on this island. That's where the ducks are at. You know, they lap right out there by that island, so that's where we got to go. You know. And Smitty said, well, what are you talking about? I said, well, hey, it's wintertime, son. It's cold. I said, we ain't got no waiters. We're going to be about chest deep in water. Well, hey, I wasn't thinking. I'm 6'3". He's like 5'4". Oh, no. No, no. Oh, oh, look, hey, hey, so, ain't nothing wrong with that. No, no. So Smitty. Smitty, Smitty ain't said, waiting. Smitty, Smitty swimming. Smitty said, yo, because I was talking about you bunch of sissies, yo. Smitty said, I'll go anywhere you go, Robert. That's okay. So oh. I wasn't even thinking. We, we, yo, we, we get to the place where we fix duck hunt. I started wading out toward the island, and I hear something going. Bloop, 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 bloop. Smitty's got under. Me. Look, he's got his shotgun over his head, and he's literally going underwater and bouncing off the bottom of the darn little old slough. And I said, Smitty, why didn't you tell me I would have let you just grab on me and wouldn't where you wouldn't get totally wet, you idiot? He said, Robson, I tell you, I'll go anywhere you go, son. <laughs> I said, okay. So I learned something about Smitty then. <clears throat> Smitty's one of them, hey, he'll go where you go, son. There you go. Smitty, oh, did Smitty. Hey, we full Be a Smitty. Be a Smitty. Look, look, so look, we come waiting out with a full limit of ducks, okay? Guess what? Game Ward shows up on oh, the no. post, okay? Smitty ain't got he no said, license, hey, does he? He said, no, no. He said, hey, what are y'all doing here? Major so-and-so called us. You can't hunt here. And I said, hey, wrong answer, Jack. You know, this was MP. Yeah. That's the wrong answer. I said, hey, I've done it. I said, here's my last hunting license, and my duck stamp, all this good. Smitty showed him his and all that. Told me, well, about this time, here come a squirrel. And he run between us and the game wardens. I said, kill him, Smitty. <laughs> <laughs> Did he do it? Hey, hey yeah. Smitty ran up, y'all. Boom. Oh, where's this story been all Oh, time? no, no, no. Look, hey, it scared the you-know-what out of that game warden, MP. And I said, hey, you can get off of this. I can't hunt here. He I said, I done checked into this. And I said, hey, I'm going to be here in the morning. Me and Smitty are. And Smitty said, you got that right, Jack. I like Smitty. I said, hey, I like Smitty, Smitty, too. I said, hey, grab that damn fox squirrel you just shot. Hey, we're going to eat him tonight. Oh, Lord, have mercy. In life, be a Smitty. So, hey, yeah. yeah, I've hunted, you know, I hunted in Germany. I actually taught how to hunt the German way in Germany. There you go. 
Because I went to a school for it, you know. Good you had German to way. How to hunt the way the Germans want to. They, you know, Johnny they give, D. They give what, when you kill an animal, they give it the last rights, what they call the last rights. You got to kill, like if you kill a deer, you break off a, a the piece twig. of the limb off an oak tree and put it in their mouth. That's called the last rights. You're honoring the game you just took out. What Bible verse you got for us, Johnny D? Let's wrap this one up and send her on home. I got us a short little one from Big Dave sends me a Bible verse every morning. We're going to go with his Bible verse today. Psalms 145.5. They speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty, and I will meditate on your wonderful works. Amen. What is that? Psalms 145.5. Psalms 145.5. That's a good one. That is a good one. All right, we're out. We'll see y'all next time right here in the yep, duck boy, Right here in the duck call. Sound effects and all. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank, you. Right. Thank you. Thank you.